What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Laura, what do you got? So you guys were just talking about this big game against St. John Bosco and Sierra Canyon. Are you guys excited for it? Are you guys going to watch it? What's going on with that? So it is going to be on television. I am excited because you're talking about the Max Preps National Champion in St. John Bosco um, taking on Sierra Canyon, right? So you got a battle uh, of two different parts of the city, right? Like going at each other. Uh, Bosco was, I believe, 14-1 and last year, and Sierra Canyon, I believe, was 13-2. and uh, I, I'm going to be in on this because these schools generally provide you with kids that you're going to see play Division One college football. Um, I am a big college football nut, so I, I'm all in on that. Scott, what about you? Yeah, so I love high school football. I love it on television because, um, you know, with the right turf field and uh, the right angles, high school football can look like college football. And, um, and so I love the game on TV. And, you know, I've been involved with an organization, George and LZ, called Let Them Play CA. And this is really the group of hard-charging coaches, Jason Negro, who will be joining us soon. He was part of this group that was trying to get in front of the governor. And these guys did what football coaches do, you know. I mean, they, they, were, they were not joking around. They devised a game plan. They tried to put pressure on the quarterback, the governor being the quarterback. They literally flew to Sacramento and got in front of him and, and they ultimately showed him the data that convinced him that it was time to start getting these kids back on the field. And it's not just football players. It's all high school sports. So I am just happy for the kids, for their families, for the coaches. And I just hope everybody can do it safely. Uh, that's really my biggest concern. But I'm happy for these kids to get back out there starting to play tonight. LZ? Uh, yes, sir. Are you, are you excited to see the kids hit the field again? Um. I'm happy for them. You know, I'm happy they get to do, you know, something that they love. I'm happy they get the structure that comes with doing something that they love. I just have a very consistent feeling about whenever I see young people on television understanding the economics behind it all and knowing that they won't benefit from it from a financial perspective. And I'm very consistent with that. I feel like they were about sure. college. Sure. I, I, I do think so. in high school, though, it's not a consistent thing, though. You know what no, I mean? No, I'm like, consistent in terms of my, my feelings. No, no, I get that. that. I, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I mean. like, like, there's not like, you know, any school. And there's no high school in America that's on TV more than once or twice, maybe a season. You know what I mean? Like, and those are only the elite schools that are doing that. I, while I'm with you 100% from a college perspective where every school is on TV uh, every weekend. Like, I think that I, I just feel like that's a little different. I don't think it's the same discussion. Um, but I, I totally see where you're coming from. Um, so, Laura, let me know when the coach is on, and we can chat with him. Oh, he is here. All right, so here he is, the head coach, national champion head coach, Max Preps national champion, Jason Negro, St. John Bosco with us here, taking on Sierra Canyon, as we just discussed. Coach, what does it feel like to have those young men back and ready to play football again, and, of course, back in school as well, and, and being involved in, in athletics? Uh, man, it's absolutely amazing. I can't tell you how excited we are to actually work with our student athletes and get back to some set of, uh, some semblance of normalcy. And I gotta uh, apologize for the background noise. I'm actually at my daughter's varsity game, first game of the year. So really excited. Awesome. awesome, Coach. Can you talk a little bit about what you needed to do as a head coach to keep your players engaged remotely? Well, I mean, that was probably one of the most difficult things in terms of trying to keep them motivated, trying to keep them focused, because every time that we had deadlines by the county or the state, 
they kept kicking the can down the road. And, you know, and it, our kids were starting to lose faith. But I think we stayed with a consistent message and we told them that, look, we can only control the things that we can control. Let's worry about it day by day as an approach and do the things that we can do to properly prepare ourselves for when the time does come, we're going to be ready to go. And that's what we did. Hey, Coach, um, first of all, what game are you at? You say your daughter's varsity game. What sport? Um, I have football. So it's Edison High School down in Huntington Beach, and they're playing Tribuco Hills. And it's part of a doubleheader. Huntington plays uh, Marina afterwards. So um, I'm here, Edison versus Tribuco, and 647 to go in the third. (laughs) I like it. I like the spy report. Coach, um, schools that are well-financed, you know, and and can take Mm -hmm. all the safety precautions – that's fine. I mean, you, you know, you guys want to get back to playing. It's the schools and, the, and the, or, you know, the, the programs that don't have the money, aren't well-funded. But if you could, talk to us about the movement of, of getting high school football back because so many of those kids in underserved communities were being lost because there was no structure of football. Can you talk us through that? Without question. I mean, I think that gap between the haves and the have-nots, no matter what, whether we're coming you know, now that we're back is even bigger um, because of the, you know, discrepancies in financial stability between, you know, schools like ours at St. John Bosco. We're very fortunate versus the inner city schools who are are struggling just to get their athletes back onto the campus. You know, so there is, um, and then, you know, that's one of the things that's so frustrating for me as a coach. And one of the reasons why um, we work so hard to try to get our athletes back on the field. But you just feel for those inner city kids because they just don't have the opportunities that we have. And it's a shame. And hopefully the state and the districts will start advocating a little bit harder for their student athletes. Coach Jason Negro of St. John Bosco with us here on 710 ESPN. Now, look, we we know that both these schools have some young men who are D1 players or future D1 players. Uh, I mean, you have one that's playing at one of the best teams in the country, if not the best team in the country, at Clemson and DJ Ugalele. Uh, His brother now plays for you and plays both sides of the ball, I believe defensive end and tight end. Uh, What can you tell us about uh, DJ's younger brother and and his prowess? DJ's younger brother is a sophomore. His name is Mateo, and he's probably one of the – he'll be a national recruit. Obviously, he already is. But by the time he's a senior, he'll probably be number one ranked either at the tight end or the defensive end position. Um, he's kind of a freak of nature. He's extremely talented. He's a lot different than DJ in terms of, you know, DJ's the quarterback, and, and Mateo is more of an in-the-ground, you know, hand-in-the-ground type player. Uh, but nevertheless, he's incredibly talented. He's, his work ethic is through the roof. Um, he's very grounded, very humble kid. He does everything that we expect him to do, and he's going to have a phenomenal career with us at Bosco. Uh, Coach, the adults recognize mm-hmm. the greatness in the NFL and what some of these men have been able to accomplish. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious as to who are the young people looking up to? Are, is it the same group of guys, or are they actually looking at a different set of, of, young, of uh, NFL players that they aspire to be or emulate? You know what? I think, honestly, it's more at the college level. I think the kids really can identify with the college kids. At least I can speak for the ones that are at St. John Bosco because my kids are all trying to get to that level. Um, You know, they're not looking ahead too much to the NFL. I mean, some of them are. You know, DJ obviously will be a a can't-miss NFL prospect. He'll be in the top 10, probably the NFL draft. We have an offensive lineman from Ohio State named Wyatt Davis who's probably going to go in the top 10 in this NFL draft coming up here in April. You know, so our kids, 
they do have aspirations for NFL, but the majority of them are looking toward college. So they're looking at uh, their peers that have been at our school that are at SC. Like right now we have nine guys at SC. I think we have six at UCLA. You know, so we have kids that are all over the country, and our kids kind of look up to them, and they want to aspire to get to where they're at. Coach, can you explain now what's going to happen with the high school football season? Like, if everything goes well and everybody's healthy, how many games will you play? Are they just scrimmages? Um, Are they, like, is there a state championship? Will football go back to normal at the end of the summer for the fall? I just just want to get a a grasp on what we're doing here with this short high school football season that is out of season. Well, right now where we're at in the southern section, it's a six-week schedule. So, for example, we play tomorrow night in a non-league game um, against Sierra Canyon, which is one of the you know better teams here in Southern California. And then we're going to play our full league schedule, which is five games. And at the end of that, we're going to crown a Trinity League champion, which is going to be the culmination of our season. And you know, one of the things that the CIF did a phenomenal job of is they they were able to eliminate the playoffs, eliminate the state games to allow us and every one of its member schools to play as many weeks as possible. So for us coaches, yeah, we're not going to be able to play for a CIF championship, but we understand that. And we're going to sacrifice that for our kids to play as many opportunities as possible. And right now we're going to play all the way up through April 17th, and then we'll shut it down and kick it back up in the summer for the fall of 2021. All right, gotcha. Awesome stuff. So, Coach Jason Negro, the – Oh, wait, 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 George, one more question. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Hey, Coach, real quick, um, do you know who uh-huh. Kat Von D is? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've heard, yeah, I've heard the name, yeah. Actor uh-huh. or, uh, or actress or a uh, – Yeah, or a, yeah. Um, keep going. Keep yeah, going. actress, right? Reality no, show? No, 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 not an actress. No, you She's guys are a reality are, show. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just checking, just checking. It, you know, close enough. Coach, I'll tell you this. Hold on, hold on. Coach, you knew more than us, so that's why I think that's great that you actually knew that. <laughs> that we true. didn't know who that she true. was at all. So, well, I do have two teenage daughters, so you know those guys probably have talked about her or something like that, and I probably heard of it. But you know, unless. You know, she's she's involved in high school athletics or college athletics. I probably don't have a really good idea who they are. I'm kind of focused on what we're doing, and, and that's trying to get young people back out there onto the athletic field. That would have been a great there answer. Yeah, Kat Von D, the quarterback from Sierra Canyon, right? <laughs> no, I definitely know that it's not – Cat Van D is the, not the quarterback at Sierra Canyon. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know that as you take them on uh, this weekend. Uh, Coach, thank you so much for the time. An absolute pleasure. Uh, stay healthy, stay safe, and best of luck, okay? Thank you guys for having me and being a part of this platform and continue to advocate for youth sports and high school sports. It, it, our kids need it, and you wouldn't believe all the smiles that we're seeing out here. It's pretty amazing. Awesome stuff, Coach. Thanks again. You guys take care. Bye-bye. All right, there he is. Coach Jason Negro, the – National champion, head coach of St. John Bosco. They're taking on Sierra Canyon this weekend. I thought it, we thought it'd be cool because it's a huge matchup between two powerhouses, um, and it'll be on television, right, on Fox Sports, on the regionals. Uh, yeah, and you know, then, it'll be all over the different regionals this and weekend. And it's cool, so, man. I mean, between, yeah. between the players, the coaches, the administrators, the, the kids that go to school, the parents, the supporters, I mean, high school football and really high school sports reaches thousands and thousands and thousands of people, and it's not – not just high school football that's just come back. It's all the sports that have just come back. So it's very it's very good for these kids. It really is. I'm glad to see them get back on the field. Cool stuff. All right, coming up next, Anthony Davis. An update on him and why the Lakers situation doesn't look as bleak as it may have previously. We'll get to that in just a moment. Stick around.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sedano, LZ, Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. Again, thanks to Coach Negro of St. John Bosco. They're taking on Sierra Canyon this weekend. That was fun to talk to them. I do want to get some Lakers stuff, some NBA stuff here. Um, but, Cap, your video, we talked about this earlier. It's on ESPN Los Angeles' Twitter page and Instagram page. Has gone viral. You're crappy dancing. And, uh, I mean, look, I'm just being real here now. It is kind of crappy dancing. But it's fine. We still love you nonetheless. So well, I appreciate it. It's nice to be loved. Let me tell you something, you know. It's nice to be loved. Everybody is. should be loved. Now, speaking of love, mm. there is a video that has gone viral that I've told Janice, our social person, to post and let me explain what's going on in this video. This video has over 2 million views on Twitter in like 24 hours. Um, LZ hadn't seen it. Scott, you hadn't seen it. But I sent it to you guys earlier today. And let me explain this. So, Scott, LZ, you both know who Salt Bay is, right? Yes. Yeah, the chef, right? The guy, he's like a meme. You know, the guy, the right. chef with that sprinkles the salt. He bends his elbow and wrist and sprinkles the salt, right? He has the sunglasses on, the white T-shirt, the black pants, the long hair, you know, the whole deal. He's like this chef. Uh, I believe his name is like Nursef, I want to say. Um, but everyone knows him as Salt Bay. So Salt Bay has a restaurant, okay, in Miami. It's like super famous. Everybody goes there. It's a steak place, like a meat place, a beef place. And he cooks his famous steak. So if you pay for a specific experience, which means he will um, – cook for you and is there's like an upcharge to this right so he cooks for you and then he does the presentation for you at your table and what he does is so he does all the stuff he cuts it up with the knives and he does like crazy things with the knives and then he puts the salt on with the little sprinkle thing where he puts his elbow out and bends his wrist or whatever and sprinkles the salt but then he's going to give you your meat right the meat that he has cooked for you Okay, and prepared for you. This is part of the experience. So there is this couple, okay? And what Salt Bay does, like any gentleman would do, is give the lady her cut of meat first. But he, what he does is he slices it up into little pieces, and he gets some tongs, and he gives it to the lady with the tong. She then opens her mouth, sticks her tongue out, and wraps it around the piece of steak, and takes it in. Now, it does look a little erotic, is what I would say. And the best part of the video is how, and this is why it has 2 million views, is basically because my man, who was her uh, date for this thing, clearly looks like he is traumatized seeing his woman in this erotic-looking steak situation. So, <laughs> LZ, when you saw this video, now, there are so many tweets that follow this thing. situation. I mean, you sent me one that I thought was incredible, um, which was this Bart Simpson um, like thing that they spliced together with this dude. But this guy's face, like, how would you best describe the man who's on the date with this woman and his face as his date 
is taking in this piece of steak in this erotic fashion from this famous chef? I feel as if he's designing plans for later. Oh, so because most people feel like he's traumatized. Like he's like, oh, my God, this is uncomfortable for me. So you don't believe I, I, I'm looking at him. And I'm thinking he's like, damn, girl, you want to show me that. <laughs> That's when I looked at it, I was like, oh, OK, I, I see he's got because he listen. The dude is called Salt Bay for a reason, and it's not because of the salt. <laughs> He's a good-looking man. Yeah. So he can get whatever he wants on South Beach at any time. So it's not a competition if he so chooses. So if you roll up with there with your girl looking bad, and this dude does, you got to know that you're playing with a little fire. But when I look at his expression at the exact moment that his face changed and what she's doing, I'm like, Oh, he's like, show me some of that salt bay, baby, when they get home. <laughs> so I know people, I know there are a lot of people that are going, oh, he's offended. But my thing is, is that there's no way you take your honey to this dude knowing exactly what he's going to do and how he's going to do it. And then all of a sudden you're going to act brand new when he does it. Yeah, you can't be surprised, Scott. Now, no, how would the guy, you? No, listen, listen, the guy who is sitting there, all right, the guy who is the date, he looks confident if anything it's just like hey salt bay you're invading my space man like you're right on top of me like your armpit is in my face as you're taking that giant knife with that huge hunk of beef and you're sticking it in my girlfriend's mouth and then she where her face changes when he takes that meat and she's and she's got it in her mouth and he takes the knife away Dude. half of the thing is sticking out of her mouth and he's looking at her like uh-huh okay Okay, dude. I see you, dude. dude. So uh, LC, say, I'm me, watching it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm watching it again because yeah. ESPN Los Angeles just tweeted it. For yeah. those that haven't seen it, I can kind of see what you're saying now. I didn't think of it that way because uh, maybe I, maybe I was swayed by the, all the reactions to it. George, there is a reason why brothers take their women to go see Keith Sweat. Why are they taking them to see Maluma? Why are they taking them to see any fight? I'll be sure back in the day. Can you? Yeah. Can I get an amen, brothers? Amen. There's, a, there's a reason why you took them to these artists. And you knew what those artists were going to sing, how they were going to sing, how they were going to gyrate. And the reason why you were good, because you knew at the end of that night, mm -hmm. you were taking her home. She wasn't going up on stage to be with I'll be sure. She was going home with you. And so when I looked at the video, I was like, I understand why some people may have that interpretation. But it's very clear if you are rolling into this environment with your honey looking like this and when his face contorts, when she's got half the piece of meat sticking out her mouth, he ain't thinking about Salt Bay. <laughs> He's like, oh, OK, oh, check. Right. Like We're <laughs> okay. out of here. We're out of here now. In fact, you know, we may not even make it out of here. Bathroom, I'll meet you there. I mean, seriously, it's hot to me, and I think the brother looks very confident. Like, okay, we came here, I knew what was about to happen, and hey, Salt Bay, thanks for warming it up, because I'm going home, and it's all ready to roll.
Yeah, I, I didn't think it. of it that way because I think I was swayed by all the people's reactions on social media. But now that I watch it more closely, I do absolutely think you guys are 100% right. My man is like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to score tonight. Yeah, Take Yo, it man. from me, a wannabe player. Take it from me. Take it from me, a definitive player. I ain't trying to want to be. <laughs> I, got, I got receipts. <laughs> Which is why I can't bring Steve to certain cities anymore. <laughs> no, nah, man, ain't nothing in Chicago for us. Go, leave the Chicago alone, man. I don't care no bears. How about Indianapolis? We good there. How about we, Milwaukee? It's close about to Milwaukee? Chicago. Yeah, we do Milwaukee. We've never been to Milwaukee. Come on. I got to tell you one thing, though. If Salt Bay took that giant hunk of meat and stuck it in my mouth like that, the way he did it to her, I will gag. I mean, honestly, just watching it right now, it you makes me want to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, LZ, I'm rainbow inside too, but I don't want to practice. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're talking about. I was talking about the, the little beef that yeah, he was having at the restaurant. Too. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Me too. That's what I was yeah, talking I don't know, about. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what I was just talking about. I don't need that big thing in my mouth. Uh, but you know what, LZ? It, it's hmm. funny because when I now that I'm looking at a lot of these mentions on the original tweet, not the one ESPN Los Angeles posted, but if you want to see what the hell we're talking about, you should go to Twitter on ESPN Los Angeles and see it for yourself. Um, it it's a a lot of the I mean most of the dudes not all of them I don't want to I don't want to pigeonhole everybody but it's most of the dudes that are reacting that are like oh hell no you know what I mean they're like and, they're insecure dude correct but, but you don't bring your honey looking like that with some dude whose name is literally Bay yeah and you know what he's going to do when he sees her right you don't oh, yeah. do that if you don't think you got this and all by right the way, you know what she said you know what she yeah. said. I waited my whole life for this moment. That's what she said. She wanted it from yes. Bay. Okay, so we're opening up the phones right now. Are you secure enough in your relationship to take your lady or significant other to... There's really only one other gender, Joy. Well, I'm saying... Sig- I, well, I meant to say significant <laughs> You said your other. lady I, or significant it, other. <laughs> no, I meant to say significant other to begin with, and I just okay. said lady because I was looking at the video again. Oh, uh, your you. significant other to a erotic food situation are you that confident in your own self and erotic secure in your own relationship that you could take your 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 significant other to an erotic situation like look i'll tell you this what's the name of that um sexual cirque du soleil at in uh, vegas at new york uh, new york zoomanity yep i've been yeah. there, seen that yeah. wife and i've been there like yeah, i'm hot. good with that you know were what you, I'm saying? were like, you concerned that she was going to jump on stage and walk no, off with the guy not. in no, the fishbowl Exactly. No. Right. Yeah. But there's some dudes that won't do that. Like, I told some of my friends, yeah, we're going to. They're like, ooh, no. I, I mean, I'm like, are you crazy? Yeah. Uh, your, your hand weak. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm just telling you. Your right, hand so weak. We're opening it up right now. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. Laura, get me the phones. Get me the people on the phones. Let me hear the men who are confident. Let me hear the men who are not as confident. And, and, and if you're not as confident, tell me why. Uh, Greg Bergman. Are you in? Are you taking Mrs. Bergman to Salt Bay? Yeah, absolutely. For the same reason that that guy did. You saw, you saw his face. That would be my face after. I was like, yes, this is going to be a good night. <laughs> yes. I just, I just want to know how many people do you think that he's stolen? That Salt Bay? Like, how many people do you think he's actually taken from another, from someone else? Um, well, well, if he took it, it wasn't yours. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah it's a great point. All Laura? I know is I want to hear some Al B. Shore. Now you got me, LZ. I want to hear some Al B. Shore. I'm not sure what I want to hear yet, but I want right. some Al B. Shore. Laura, would you, would you be cool with going to Salt Bay? Like if a dude took you there and said, hey, we're going there. Like what? If, if, oh, if, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That answers that question. All right, 877 Now, I will throw in this part, though. Yeah. If you are so fortunate to seal the deal and her eyes are closed and she says, Bay, she Uh-oh. ain't talking about you. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. He's not wrong. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We'll get to that. Um, plus, uh, coming up, we've got an interesting situation on our hands because the Lakers could be looking at some potential uh, maneuverability. There's some stories out there about what the Lakers are looking for. So I've got some insight on that. We'll have that for you. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's a little Albie. Yeah. Night and day. How I feel about you. you. Uh, yeah. This is the jam uh, right here. Love Albie Shore. It's a good reference, LZ. Thank you for being pre-1997. Mucho appreciando. I'm just no man that Marvin Gaye, Elvis Presley, like dudes took these women to concerts with guys who were hypersexualized in their acts like Prince, understanding what the balance of power really was. <laughs> I love the way you describe that. Oh that is God. a great the, way to describe it. The analysis is such a columnist. It's such a journalist. You know, the analysis and the wordsmithing. Beautiful. I'm just grown, man. <laughs> I'm just grown. I know how grown folks operate. Yeah. That's See, that's just funny. it. When you're young, you know, and your ego's all involved, and, and Chef Bay decides to, uh, you know, put that big steak in your girlfriend. You're like, Yo, what's up, Chef Bay? That's my girl. But now you're like, you're older. You're like, yeah, dog, that's hot. <laughs> It does. Your your mentality changes based on your age, too. There is no question about that. Um, real quick, but as Laura's gathering the calls, she says there are plenty. We'll get those at 877-710-ESPN. Can't wait as to people hear people want to chime in yeah. and, uh, and discuss what we were talking about. Are you, are you comfortable? Are you secure enough in your relationship that uh, you are willing to go with your significant other to an erotic dinner? Uh, out in public, it's a, that's basically, the, that's the setup. Like, that's kind of what you're getting involved when you go to Salt Bay's restaurant. So anyway, and if you don't know what we're talking about, the videos on ESPN Los Angeles, pretty funny stuff. And uh, it, it was a video that went viral to over 2 million views in 24 hours. People, you know, giving their commentary is pretty funny. But real quick, before we get to that, and Laura puts the calls up for me. Um, LZ, the word on the street, okay? And you know I got my ears to the street in the NBA, okay? Mm-hmm. The word on the street is that the Lakers, while not you know, necessarily super active when it comes to shopping for uh, you know, a trade, when they have made some calls, you'll be happy to hear that it is for a big man. That that is a thing. So, But I'll ask you this. Mm-hmm. Does that make you feel like maybe the Anthony Davis situation is a little more precarious maybe than than we had envisioned? 
No, it makes me feel like they went back and heard the podcast during the offseason and heard what I said the first time. Okay. <laughs> That's what it makes me feel like. Okay. Like, and, and I, I, I'm not saying this to be, like, arrogant or anything like that, but to me, it seemed like it was pretty clear at the very beginning, mm-hmm. after the team was put together, what the hole was. Right. It, it, it didn't seem like it, and and that's not to say they couldn't be successful and that couldn't you know wasn't to say that they wouldn't even win a championship, but if you were to ask me at the end of the free agency period what the Lakers' biggest weakness was, I would have told you size. One body short. Yeah. With no hesitation, okay. size. Um, because now I think they need a body and they could use some shooting. Now I think they need both, perhaps. Well, you remember when Dwight Howard came out and told everybody that he was re-signing with the Lakers, and people were like, oh, okay, good. That yeah, was an right. exciting three minutes. Right. And I then, was, And I was hyped. Yeah, yeah, right. And then three minutes later, they were like, wait, what happened? Who took back the contract? Why not? And now he's going where? How and I was sad. Yes, yes, you were <laughs> sad. Yeah, you, were, right. you were mad, LZ. Yes. You were mad. I, we were on the air live as all that stuff was happening. You were, and really, you know he really had mad. like twenty points last night, Dwight Howard. Um, you know, I, well, but there's no Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons, so they no, needed to I go to somebody. It. I got somebody it. I'm just saying points. though, but he he played yeah. a role, you know. And 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 when, when they went out and they signed Gasol and they signed Matthews and Schroeder and Harrell, everybody went, oh look, they're better on paper. I mean, that was what everybody was selling. They're, the champs got better. They did, and and now they don't look like it. Well, I think we, we still have yet to see very much of the entire team together. So I'm willing to withhold judgment still. But let's go to the phones. Speaking of judgment, we asked the question. If you've seen the video on ESPN Los Angeles, we uh, retweeted the video or posted the video that has gone viral. Salt Bay and a couple. Um, salt Bay is that famous chef that sprinkles the salt. He, you, know, you pay for an experience at his restaurant. It's somewhat erotic for uh, a dinner. And he... Decides to take his big knife that he cuts all his uh, meat with that he has prepared and cooked for you. And he uh, puts it out for the ladies to devour off the knife in front of everyone. And uh, on this tweet, in the, on the original tweet, there are a lot of people chiming in, mostly men, uh, you know, go, giving you the, oh, hell no. And I think that there is a, a distinction between age, perhaps. Now, LZ astutely pointed out that he thinks the gentleman who's on this date um, with salt, with the with the young lady who uh, went to Salt Bay's restaurant. That while they're on this date, that she he's good uh, too, he, dog. She looking he, real good. She looks great. Yes, and, but mm. that he is in, enthralled and he is really into this, and he feels like, wait a second, I may be in the ball game now. That this is the erotic nature of this meal. So let's go to the phones. Are you cool with that? Are you secure enough for it? If not, tell us why. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Will in San Pedro. What's up, Will? Hey, what's up, fellas? I, I'm I'm pretty secure guy, but I'd be jealous more that Salt Bay wouldn't do it to me. I would want him to put that. Believe me, I'm a carnivore, and that that's a bucket list item for me, man. So that's number one. But really quick on the Dwight Howard, if I can throw that in, that that's the one item I wish we had in in our uh, repertoire is a big man that could dunk, block shots, and set screens. We we need that definitely. I can only imagine if we had him or Javale right now. Appreciate it. I will. So he wants really Salt like Bay idea. to feed him off yeah. the knife. Uh, you ever been to one of those like hibachi places where the yes. chef cuts up the, the, the shrimp and then yeah. he throws it to your mouth and you catch yeah. it, you know, like a dolphin? Like, yeah. that's fine. But him sticking that giant piece of meat in my mouth is just, it, it makes me look like I'm going to gag. When I see her doing that, I'm like, 
Okay. <laughs> That's one way of looking at it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. LZ? It was hot when she did it. It was hot when she did it. You're saying you're just not as eloquent is what you're saying. No, I'm saying it looks like it's going to choke me. Right, because you don't know how to handle it. Yes, that's right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Mike is in Pico Rivera. Mike. Hi, how's it going? Hi, how's it going, guys? <laughs> Let me just start off by saying I love you guys' show. You guys are hilarious. Um, Thank you, sir. Me on the hand, uh, yeah, me on the other hand, uh, I'm, I'm not an insecure guy, but, I mean, the way that she did it, I barely look at the video right now. Me and my friend Andrew were busting up. It was the first time we've seen that video. <laughs> the way she took the meat in her mouth, I mean... I personally would have had a problem, like with that part. I mean, okay, the guy, why? He Explain. Like he was a little because look at his face. He looked like a little bit like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> Rather than like, "Oh, I want you to do that to me later," like what you guys are saying. <laughs> see, see here, see here. I'm gonna give you the play by play because as the knife is moving past his face, mm-hmm. he's leaning his head back and. And it's already looking at her like, yeah, girl. And so when she moves, and listen, it would be different if she had maintained eye contact during the entire process. But she does not. She doesn't do that. After she receives the meat, she immediately turns forward and looks like there's someone across the table from her. And it's almost like they're sharing this experience like, oh, my God, I can't believe I finally got to have this experience with Salt Bay. Now, if she was holding eye contact through the whole thing and was chewing while looking at him through the whole thing, then I would feel differently. But that's not what happened. She got the meat, and, it, and once, she, once the knife was removed, she actually turned forward and was, meanwhile, old dude is still looking at her because he's in his head thinking, damn, girl. <laughs> right. I'll tell you what he's not thinking. He, he's not thinking... Oh, Thanks, I didn't Mike. know that's what they do when, when you come here. I mean, he went there going, I know what I'm coming here Everyone for. Everyone knows. Right. He's yeah, yeah. got like 45 million followers, I think, on like Instagram or Twitter or something. His he name does. is Salt Bay yeah, and not yeah. with a Y. Yeah. So you know what this is. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, you know what you're getting into, or you should at least. You uh, should. Sa- Sal in Santa Clarita. Sal, what's up? Hey, Sally, how you doing? Sal. Come on, Sally. Uh, he dropped. Let's go to uh, Hector in San Diego. Hector. Hola, Hector. All right. Hector's gone. Manuel in Gardena. Oh, fellas. First off, happy Friday. Hey, I got a second to the emotion that my man LZ said. Any man should be, you know, confident enough in himself if he's got that game that he don't care if it's, you know, Lorenzo Lamas across from her doing that or in his prime or whatever. That's such you know a great I mean? pull. Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> I haven't heard that name friend. in so long. Hello, darling. How are you, darling? That's, you know what I mean? So, uh, but first off, hey, so what I want to move back to is, oh, I love the music that you guys are talking about. That I'll be sure, man. Tell me this one. Uh, what about these, LZ? That Let's Chill. My guy. Oh, come on now. Let's chill. Uh, come on, bro. Settle down. Well, what come else? On, bro. I'm going to take it back a little bit farther. That Leroy Hudson, so in love with you. Oh. Come on. You know what I'm saying? That uh, I want to do something freaky to you. All that good stuff, man. Hey, you get a woman uh, in the right mood with that kind of stuff. 
and you could cancel Christmas, right, LZ? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Like, Thank I didn't, didn't want to go all the way there because my co-hosts <laughs> are both... Because, listen... I, I like Eddie was saying, hey, Eddie will, will scare her into bed with you. Turn, turn off the lights, girl. I done said turn off the lights. Now, listen, <laughs> I, I didn't want to go all the way there and embarrass my heterosexual colleagues. But I'm like, why don't you guys know this? I'm gay as Christmas. Not before it got canceled. And I'm just sitting here like, yo... I know all the moves to get my girl, and I ain't had a girl in like three decades. <laughs> and you still know the moves. And I still know the moves, dog. <laughs> I mean, look, now, I don't mean to be mean because he's passed away, but look at Barry White. Do you really think Barry White's snatching women left and right just on his looks alone? No. No, absolutely. it's yeah. the sex appeal, baby. Yeah. And if you can't get to Barry White, what's the next best thing? The man that took you to the damn show. So all I'm saying is, is that in terms of setting up the night, if your hand is strong, you ain't worried about no dude on stage or no dude working in a restaurant. Correct. correct. You gotta you if you if you come correct, you don't have if to you, worry about exactly. that. Exactly. Kind of you ain't gotta worry about that. All right, let's go to Jim in Anaheim. Jim. Hey, how you doing? Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Um, I used to date this woman. That was a country DJ jock, and uh, she was downright beautiful. But the thing that made her was she was very witty. So if I took her to a restaurant like that, I know she would probably come up with something and say, well, if that's all you got, I may never come back. And then uh, leave it at that. As as for... um, there was a hibachi restaurant on Hollywood Boulevard that me and uh, my friend went to with his girlfriend for her birthday. And you would go into the back room and there would be a, um, a naked woman on a table with food on her body. Okay. You have and an address? You, be- you know, Joe, I, I, this, this call took a, a, a turn for the, for the better. Let's yeah, go. Where are we really talking about? Off. First half of this call was horrible. But now, now, now we, we are, we, you've got all our attention. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Okay. So is it still there? I, I, it's, it's, I can't remember because it's been about <laughs> 10 years. But it, it, it was, um, you had to be different over to get in, and it's on. It's on um, Sunset, probably between um, Highland, uh, Highland, and uh, Topanga. And um, yeah, you go into the back, the back part. You make reservations. You go into the back part, and there would be this hot-looking woman, uh, uh, top up, all naked full body naked with food on her body. And then they would serve you your food, but then you could go up and eat food off of her body. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's, let's call a timeout here. But for a second. Not, Take this. Yeah, yeah. Boulevard. yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I've seen this before. This is, I've seen this before. Like, like at a party, somebody's got like a crazy party and they got like a naked lady and they got sushi all over her body. And people come up with their chopsticks and they take the sushi off the naked lady's body. Seen that. Okay, I'll go with that. I've not seen it in a restaurant. I've seen it at a private party. It's hot. Huh. Interesting. Uh, I googled Hollywood restaurant naked woman in bathroom. And uh, I'm trying to see if, 
if we can find you better be careful, man. Search. I was like, you better be careful. The CIA will be in your house any moment I'm now. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. People get fired for less at ESPN. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hope that's not a company computer. Let's just say. It's my home computer. All right, good. You do whatever you want there. Yeah. So uh, if anyone knows, feel free to hit us up. All right, we only have one more segment to go. This is taking a strange turn, guys. The Lakers game coming up in a little bit. But we've got we've got a game. Normally we play it at 6.30, but because today we're off early, we're going to play our game that you can normally hear at 6.30 each and every weekday. Big deal or no deal. We're back in 90 seconds. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Cap, we'll start with you. Uh, on this day in 1969, The Temptations became the first Motown rec- recording act to win a Grammy Award. They won under the Rhythm and Blues group performance. Cap, is this a big deal or no deal? Um, you're saying they were the first? first yes, Motown the first. group. Yeah, first okay. Motown group. Well, then I'll then I'll just go with big deal. I'll go with big deal. I mean, you, if you're the first at anything, then that is a big deal. 1969, huh? All right, I'm going big deal. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. I think that one's easy. Actually, that's the easiest one you've ever given us, to be honest with you. It was. Do you know what song it was for, Greg? Uh, I do. I just need to get it back on. No, the if you don't know, ahead. you have to Google it. It's fine. It's called Cloud yeah. Nine. Is the name of the song? Yes, so Cloud Nine was the name. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, I'll go. Extra awesome, huge, humongous deal. LZ? Um, I'm indifferent. Is there an indifferent deal? No, there's big <laughs> deal or no deal. Um, all right, fine, then big deal, because I'm not going to dismiss the whole thing. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's Next Motown. Question. It's, you're Mr. Detroit, you know? Yeah, but see, I don't need the Grammys to validate how good the, the well, sound is. Well, that's right. You're, you're, you are not happy with the Grammys, right? <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. why I'm just sort of like, oh, I don't I really need right. this board, this arbitrary board of non-rhythmic people to tell me what's good music. <laughs> you think, hey, LZ, LZ, you think I could get a vote on the Grammys since it's non-rhythmic people? Yeah, clearly. You, clearly. You, you're, you're right up their alley, clearly, I feel yeah. like. What's next, Greg? <laughs> All right, we'll go with this one. Uh, George, we'll start with you. Teams like Duke and Virginia are out of the NCAA tournament. Is this a big deal or no deal? Well, it is a big deal. Not, I mean, obviously Duke is a household name, so I think it's, it is it is a big deal because they are probably the team that draws the best numbers as far as audience is concerned, although the tournament generally does very well anyway, uh, regardless of who's in. But having the Blue Blood schools helps. Um, even though they're not very good this year. Duke was kind of bad this year. Um, but Virginia is a team that people thought could potentially have a shot at winning the national championship. So if they are not – now, they have been removed from the ACC tournament. They have not yet been removed from the NCAA tournament, uh, Virginia. Duke season is over because they needed to win the ACC tournament just to get in. Right, but, um, but, Duke, but, but Duke bailed. You know, like, I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm, and I'm not like some Coach K hater – but and I know that a lot of people hate Duke because Duke is like Notre Dame football in some ways or the Cowboys. But I don't hate Duke or hate Coach K, but I don't like what they did here because they beat Louisville two days ago. And then they said, we're shutting our season down because somebody in the program has COVID. I feel like they've they've pulled themselves out 
because they didn't want to face the potential embarrassment that they weren't going to make it as an at-large team, which they weren't likely to do. And if they did make it, it was all political. Oh, we got to have Duke in the NCAA tournament. I feel like they, they shut it down rather than face the potential embarrassment. I just don't think it's a deal at all. The college basketball, like college football, is just eh because of the disjointed nature thanks to the pandemic. And so you're not building up to a crescendo. It's not like, oh, my God, Duke just lost Zion, and we had his entire season building up to this moment. It's sort of like, all right, well, okay. Um, all right, fair enough. By the way, the naked sushi party that uh, people were discussing earlier since the caller called in about the place in Hollywood, the pl- there's one in Vegas uh, called Noyotaimori uh, is the name mm. of the place, and it's called The Art of Naked Sushi. And, yes, you do eat sushi off of people who are naked. So there you have it. Uh, make sure we get that uh, going there. Um, and, 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 hey, Beto Duran, um, don't go on TV this weekend and say, oh, Bergman loves college basketball, but his hosts at ESPN, they sure don't. I mean, you heard what LZ said. He said, eh. And you know what? He's right. This is a very disjointed college basketball season, and it's probably going to be a very disjointed tournament. Although, who knows? Maybe like some things, maybe it'll turn out to be something better. Well, they're going to put them in, the in a bubble town. in theory yeah. in Indianapolis. So we'll mm-hmm. we'll see if that helps. Um, you know, it's just a matter of who's going to be there, I guess. But what's next, Greg? All right. So Jock Peterson, old friend Jock Peterson, is having a hell of a spring right now for the Chicago Cubs. He's 11 for 19. He's got five home runs, nine RBIs. He is bunting against um, against shifts and just playing overall very, very well for the Cubs right now. LZ, is this a big deal or no deal? Is this the postseason? It seems like it, doesn't it? Is no. this the regular season? Nope. Did you, nope. did you say practice? Man, we talk about practice. You talk about practice? No, it's no deal. The Detroit Lions went undefeated the year they went, you know, winless in the regular season. They went undefeated in the preseason and winless in the regular season. So, no deal. Yep, no deal. Because, listen, uh, spring training in Arizona, because somebody hits five home runs in the dry air against, you know, uh, pitchers that are working their stuff out, uh, no deal at all that Jock is having a nice spring. Yeah, no deal. I mean, look, he's a good player, um, and I expect him to have a good season, but I don't think that the exhibition season is indicative of anything. I just missed Jock. That's all. That was. I know. You just wanted to get him in. That's all you did. All right, what's next? (laughs) All right, so uh, Nebraska football is trying to get out of their game versus Oklahoma this coming season. This this season would have marked the 50th anniversary of the game of the century, and so they're trying to get out of it. Scott, is this a big deal or no deal? Um, I'll say it's a big deal for this reason. I love college football, and what I really hate about college football is conference realignment, and then what happens is the lack of rivalry games. So, you know, USC, UCLA, if you grew up on the East Coast, you still know USC and UCLA was a big rivalry game. Uh, But when you're Oklahoma versus Nebraska, that's supposed to be a big rivalry game. But when you aren't in the same conference anymore, then you don't want to play those teams because that's an out-of-conference game that you're not guaranteed to win against some small team that you're just paying to come take a beating. So I kind of think it is a big deal that conference realignment in college football has destroyed way too many rivalries. Uh, I'm going to say big deal for a couple of different reasons. Number one, although I agree with what you just said. Um, I, I will say, first of all, Scott Frost, the head coach of Nebraska, basically when he got to Nebraska, was like, we're going to take on anyone, 
anywhere. We're going to be Nebraska again. And now you're trying to get out of a game against Oklahoma, which is weird. I know they're not in your conference, but that's the whole point. We want to see these big matchups with these big blue blood schools, uh, especially now that they're not in the same conference. You would want to see that on the 50th anniversary of that game. Um, yeah, I think it's a big deal because I think Nebraska is being weak in this situation. And I think it's no deal. Okay. I, I just feel that, again, um, until we can get some sort of, you know, familiar rhythm to collegiate seasons, that I just don't have a whole lot of stock in who's fired, hired, or who wins what during this season of disjointedness for college. It's different in the pros because I believe the pros have worked harder to have at least a level of games being played, but in a sport in which everything has been so freaking crazy because of the different protocols per state and universities' comforts and blah, 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 blah. I just, I'm just not that emotionally invested in something that's not really connected to anything real. I yeah, I, but I think this investment. college football season will be a normal college yeah, it'll football go back. season. I, I, my emotional investment in all of this is, I'll just give you guys an example. When I was in college, I played at Pitt. We played Penn State every single year. Pitt-Penn State was the rivalry game. Notre Dame wasn't as big. West Virginia wasn't as big. So Miami wasn't as big. It was Pitt-Penn State. And now that these two schools are in separate conferences, they don't play anymore. And even when they did have like a five-year run of actually playing, then they shut it down again. Like those great rivalries should go on even if these schools are not in the same conferences. So I get a no, little I, more emotional I, investment. I, I, I agree with that. I do agree with that. But that happens all across the board. It happens in a lot of places. It's pretty weird. But, hey, real quick, remember when Joe in Anaheim was telling us the place in West Hollywood that uh, you could go to the bathroom and there was the uh, naked lady in the bathroom or whatever? He was more uh, like uh, she was a naked lady on a hibachi table. Right. Uh, Garrett Nakagawa, our buddy who knows all the restaurants in town and always tweets us great restaurant stuff, found the place. It's called Hadaka Sushi, but it is gone. It is no longer um, it looks like it may have gone out of business with uh, the pandemic. So there you go. Oh, we that's did find too bad. It. Yeah. So, uh, all right, Greg, that is big deal or no deal. And normally we do that at 630, but because we've got the Laker game coming up and we got Sliwa and Michael coming up any minute now, uh, we figured that we would move it up here before the weekend. Hey, real quick, before the weekend's out, I got to tell you, um, look, if you have children, you need to do this. Go to this website, first5california.com. And here's why. Research shows that a baby's brain grows at amazing speeds starting from day one. And the earliest years are the most important years with bonding with your baby. And they're the formative years. Man, so here's the deal. Basically, First Five California has these steps. Talk to your kids. Read to your kids and sing to your kids each and every day. Find ways to get creative with your kids in their learning process, and it will help them get a leg up when they're ready to get into preschool and school, etc. Who doesn't want to help their kids? So go to this website, first5california.com to learn more. That's first, the number five, california.com to learn more. LZ Granderson, excellent work as always. You too, brother. Scott, great job. Excellent work as always. Yeah, I want to say to everybody, thank you for the support on my dance video. Don't hate. Celebrate. Have a great weekend. All right, Greg and Laura, great job. Thank you guys so much. Thanks to Coach uh, Jason Negro of St. John Bosco for joining us earlier today. Uh, it'll be a great game this weekend. Speaking of games, Lakers-Pacers coming up. We've got Sliwa and Michael in the pregame in about two and a half minutes. And then Michael and John with the call of Lakers-Pacers on your home of the world champion Los Angeles Lakers, 710 ESPN.